0: Drums, please. Ah. Summertime and living's easy. What
1: are What are you doing? I'm singing the summertime. No, no, this is not. That's not the same Summertime song. It literally says Summertime. No, no, this is Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. What are you singing?
0: Fresh Prince was never in Sublime, no. I'm pretty sure. I know the lead singer passed away, but I'm pretty sure Will they Smith. They are separate summer songs. Oh. Yes. Well, you kept, I kept seeing everybody online saying Summertime, and I just assumed that's what No, it meant. no. Because it literally says it right there. Summertime. No, Does no. Will Smith start off by Summertime? Does it no. say summertime?
1: I don't even think it's Will Smith singing it. It's some girl singing it. Summer, summer, summertime.
0: Let's see. That's different. That should, the name should be called like summer, summer, summertime. Well, I, take it out with Will Smith. Summer cube time. No, summer cube time would be.
1: Yeah. Like a really
0: it make more really sense.
1: meta name. I guess I don't know. Um, Either way. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, song. welcome to our What the What podcast. And What the What, ladies. We and are uh, while we're arguing about uh, this week's topic. Um, we are excited to bring to you music that reminds you of summertime.
0: Yes, this is technically a what versus what week, correct? Technically. My, my list versus your list. Yeah. I don't know that there's a winner.
1: There's really but. no winner with this one because um, we have, I mean, I would venture to say we have some similar musical taste, but we true. have vastly different musical taste in some aspects. That's too. true. Um, I think. I, I know you don't listen to a lot of country music. That's true. I don't currently because country music now is terrible. But I used to. Well, there's I
0: mean, this thing called Apple Music where you can listen to the old country.
1: I, well, I have Spotify where well, that works as you well. can also find our podcast on. Well, um, but they have great 90s and 2000s that. countries uh, playlist on Spotify, um, which is something I grew up on. So, And we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, but we have vastly different lists. So I don't know how the Quantify... A winner. So this is just going to be, hey, this, this is my list, this is your list, and we have a bunch of lists from you guys, the yeah. listeners, who really came through this week. we had two pages of lists to go through.
0: Yeah, and the, if you haven't been on our social media this week, if you haven't been on our Instagram or our Twitter or our Facebook page, that is correct, we do finally have a Facebook page. Facebook! Uh, if you've not been on there, then you may be wondering what in the world we're talking about. This week, we are doing Songs That Remind Us of Summer. Now, this doesn't mean these are our favorite songs, or that they were your favorite songs. They just mean that when you hear this song, you it brings you back to either a You're summer transported. memory. Transported. Yeah, it takes you back in time, either to maybe like a favorite summer memory, or just fact of it just makes you think about summer.
1: Absolutely. There's some songs on my honorable mentions list that I can't really connect to a summer memory, mm-hmm. but when I hear them, I think summertime. Summertime. Yes, exactly.
0: And I feel like that was a lot. Even you know, the songs we were referencing a few seconds ago. Neither one of them are on my list, but also it does make you think of summertime. Oh, absolutely. Because it literally says summertime. Fantastic. Summer, summer, summertime, evidently.
1: Yes. So I'm excited. I'm going to let you go first this week. Me first? You first. I want to see what you
0: got. All right. Well, technically, I'm cheating right off the bat. I have two songs. You're not allowed to cheat. That's my gimmick. I'm allowed to cheat. You cheated last time. I'm cheating a lot this week. I'm going to cheat this time. (laughs) The fun part is Eric's actually putting the song clips in there, so he's just adding more work to himself. Yeah, what a jerk. So, uh, first song, Champagne Supernova by Oasis. Let's move on and let you hear the second one. You probably at least have an idea about this one. Okay. Semi Charm Life, Third uh, Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind, yes. Cool. So you knew that one?
1: Oh, yeah, I knew that one. That one's on my honorable mention list. Uh, it came out in 1997. Uh, definitely like defined middle school years for sure because it was on the radio all the
0: time. It was. Both of these songs, like you said, they were on the radio nonstop. I definitely love this generation of music.
1: It's a great generation of music. There's so many songs that couldn't make this list. Mm-hmm. You know, I specifically uh, have Semi-Charmed Kind of Life on my list. It's mm-hmm. um, just a fantastic song that you just immediately get into.
0: There is, and there's honestly so many songs, even just from the album, but just the air I wanted to throw here. But I was like, well, I don't want to overdo it on this one section. But um, just both of those songs, anytime I listen to it, I'm automatically back at the Kinley pool. There was, you know, we had a big boombox up there that would just constantly play the radio, and this song would come on at least or both of these, at least every hour. Uh, I just remember jumping off the swim the diving board and swimming, hanging out with all my friends up there. And it was funny too because I remember talking to my cousin who went to the Pine Level swimming pool, and he was singing uh, "Champagne Supernova" one day, and he says, "Slowly walking down the hall, faster than a cannibal." And I was like, "What do you mean a cannibal?" And he's like, "Well, that's what the, that's what the word says. The, the line to the song says." slowly walking down the hall faster than a cannibal. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's wrong. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's cannonball. And he's like, no, everybody at the pool says cannibal.
1: Obviously, everyone at the pool was accurate. I mean, that was our generation's
0: Wikipedia. Well, that's what his pool said at Pine Level. But at Kenley Pool, we said cannonball. And we said that specifically because if you were on the diving board, you would do a cannonball Of course, during the line of faster than a cannonball. So... That's one particular memory I have. Uh, I don't know if everybody else will back him up at this point. I don't know if he would even back it up and say, I never said that. I don't know. could be just a kid memory. Could be. But, uh, yeah, that was my big first one. That's some of the best summers that I ever had. So these songs automatically put me back there. Anytime they come on the radio or just a playlist, I put right back there in that spot. So how about you? What you got?
1: All right, so I grouped mine... According to year, but also according to memory, in a way. Because mm-hmm. two of my entries are like all in the same year type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, my first one is there's two of them because I also cheated. Uh-huh. Uh, so, the first one, these are both from the summer of 1999 Smash Mouth All Star. Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get.
0: This one literally was the top of my list, but I didn't have a specific memory, so I took it off. There's a
1: reason I wanted you to go first, because I figured you'd have this on your list. Mm -hmm. And the second one, Summer Girls by LFO. LFO. New kids on the block, cat a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer, for the summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch.
0: I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch.
1: Chinese food makes me sick, yes. Yes. And both of these make my list because the summer of 1999, I remember going to church camp. Uh, I was 12 years old that summer. Okay. We had the seat, portable CD players at that point. A huge um, part of life, um, baby. And you would just trade CDs because on the bus, I mean, we didn't have a working TV on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a little charter bus or whatever. And either you were lucky enough to get to that section at the back where you had four seats and a table mm-hmm. so you could play cards. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't, you just sat with your buddy and y'all just traded CDs or you played your Game Boy or whatever. And we were singing these two songs nonstop. Did you ever
0: have like the headphone splitter, like that you could share two ne- sets of headphones? Never had
1: the headphone splitter um, in 1999. I think I got it, in, you know, a little later.
0: I never owned one, but I had a friend that did. So we would share because he didn't want to share his headphones. So finally, he would just split it that way.
1: We would make sure we have lots of batteries yep. for our CD players. And... We, uh, I enjoyed Smash Mouth's All Star. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew all the words of that one. I really didn't like LFO Summer Girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really, really d- didn't like it at all. And I, I just, it kind of got on my nerves.
0: It did, but it's also one of those ones that obviously we both just quoted. So yeah, I mean, it's I, I know, I know the ben.
1: words, and I remember thinking like the girls that he was describing in the song mm-hmm. were not the kind of girls I would be interested in because I. Equated the Abercrombie and Fitch girls to being like your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mean your, girls. Your preps. Preps. That's the word, preps. Oh, your, your preppy girls. And in my experience, the preppy girls were the mean girls, and you know, the ones who thought nothing other, other than about their looks and stuff mm. like that. And I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with the preppy girls. Mm. You know, give me someone who, you know, doesn't care all that much about how they look in the expensive clothes. So that song just got on my nerves for that reason alone. I get
0: that. I was one that wore Abercrombie & Fitch, at least for like a season. So I probably hated you for a season. Probably. I was still me, where I was still skateboarding and everything else. But that first girlfriend that we talked about previously that I met at the dance, turns out she liked people that wear Abercrombie & Fitch. So it was my thing in order to keep a girlfriend. I needed to make sure I dressed appropriately. And my mom never understood why... Torn clothing cost so much, and I didn't have a giant, you know, closet full of this stuff, but enough that like I could get by. Cool. See, I I had to make a choice because mm-hmm. we didn't have a lot
1: of money, mm-hmm. and it was like either the Abercrombie and Fitch or the American Eagle, or you can get Jinkos and Airwalks.
0: And so you had to be careful because I was coming out of Jinko and Airwalks into this, and I went back to wearing it too. But I remember for Christmas one year, I got a Ginkgo shirt, so I wore it the next day back to school, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm supposed to be wearing this cool, you know, Abercrombie stuff. That same girlfriend gave me a letter later that day and says, you know, Ginkgo's not cool anymore. And it kind of hurt. I, I was,
1: didn't get the memo, apparently. I mean, I wore them. I wore them again later. Yeah. So
0: don't take her opinion as, you know, the almighty because it's not, but. But I did get that uh, Smash Mouth. That song was awesome. I got a lot of memories. They're random things, but nothing specific. We
1: we sang it on the bus on the All way the home. All the time. I mean, it's uh, making a round
0: now because uh, I cannot remember the guy's name. I should have looked it up if I knew we were gonna talk about well,
1: it. It hit the stratosphere two years later when Shrek came out, and
0: Not, well, it wasn't Shrek. It was in a uh, Mystery Men.
1: No, it was in Shrek as well.
0: Okay, well, Mystery Men the opening is of of Shrek.
1: Is, the opening of uh, Shrek that's right, that's is right. when he pops out of the outhouse, mm-hmm. and they go. Somebody once told me, and it, you know, just goes on. That's true. Um, it came
0: out though with the movie Mystery Men, because if you go back and watch the music video, it is literally an audition for Mystery Men.
1: I've never, I've never heard of Mystery Men. That's how funny.
0: have you never? It came from that song. Literally, the guy, main guy from Smash Mouth, is auditioning to be a superhero with the Mystery Men. That's how all. You should go watch the music video. It's pretty good. Like, yep. funny why? Especially it's that age that it's still good.
1: I guess all that glitters is gold. It is. I mean, only shooting stars will Mm. break the mold. Yep.
0: No L's on our foreheads here, folks.
1: So uh, your second entry on our list, sir.
0: My second entry. Let's see. It's a song that honestly comes to me. I wasn't a huge Sugar Ray fan, but and you're gonna excited. There's like three songs at least that you could be pulling from. There's three
1: songs, and I I don't know which one you're gonna pick. So
0: I'm going with "Someday" by Sugar Ray. This comes from a time when I was just starting to watch like TRL and watch or just music videos in general where I was getting to an age where I started watching music videos and stuff like that. I remember it was one summer, Hunter and Batten and I started hanging out a lot. We would hang out at the pool and that, that evolved into me going to his house. Like Our parents were friends and stuff too, but just growing up, we never hung out a whole lot. But we reached this this summer specifically, we hung out a lot. Um, every day I'd head over to his house. We hung out in his room. And I remember specifically one day, Hanging out in his room, and he just had these music videos on. I may have gone and woken him up or whatever. I got there early, but we were watching this, and I remember this song came on, and this song stands out to me. It's not something that's like, you know, groundbreaking or, you know, something that really grabs my heart or anything, but that's just the one that I remember playing on his TV, and I remember us in there just hanging out watching music videos. I'd never done that with anybody before. Um, just hanging out in a room with music videos on, just watching and seeing what's next. Sugar but,
1: Ray is just one of those. Bands that just screams nineties. It is hundred percent. So uh that's true that's cool. Yeah. How about you? What you got? So my second entry takes me back to the summer of two thousand two. It is Nellie's hot in her or
0: here. I said it's getting hot in
1: here. So, so take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. Uh, I uh, will uh,
0: take uh, my uh, clothes uh, off. So Whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> Put your clothes back on. <laughs> I get it. It is hot. But it if it turn is the fan hot here. Absolutely. If we turn the fan on. It'll mess with the podcast. But I don't need to see you that way.
1: Okay. Okay. So, uh, the summer of 2002, we I went to church. A lot of this stuff revolves around church camp. Church ironically, camp. Yeah. <laughs> um, taking off all your clothes. I know, camp. right? Uh, we would go to. Um, we'd stop in Greensboro on the way to Cragmont, mm-hmm. and we'd stop at the food court there at the mall, and we'd have like an hour, an hour and a half to go get food and do whatever. I would find myself at like Fye, yeah, um, or, or, or or yeah, you know, some CD store or something, yeah. And you know, I, I was 15 at the time, mm-hmm. and my parents wouldn't buy me anything from Nelly, so I went and bought Country Grammar, which was on a discount, yeah. Um, and I bought the Hot in Here um, album. I think it was. Um, I don't even know the name of the album off the top of my head, but I bought that album. And listen to the song nonstop. Oh, I'm sure. And this was the summer where I started working as a lifeguard. I started that summer working at the Princeton pool, mm-hmm. and I remember just playing this song, you know, or this album on loop, you know, in the CD player at the Princeton pool. Yeah. Um, to the point where like there was one day where it rained and there was no one there and like, mm-hmm. but it wasn't raining hard enough to really close the pool. Mm-hmm. So I was there by myself, just cranked it up to, like ten and out. just jammed out to it. So just one of my favorite summer songs, even if it's not. Entirely appropriate.
0: <laughs> All right. We're going back to the Kenley Pool. Back to the pool. Back to an artist that we've already mentioned on this podcast. Oh, oh boy. Will Smith featuring Drew Hill and Cool Mode. D. Wild, Wild Web.
1: I love it. I love it. Yes. Oh my goodness, I love that song. I hated the movie, but I love that
0: song. Honestly, I didn't see the movie until probably in the last handful of years. I remember this song being on the radio nonstop. I was a little bit older than the previous songs that we were talking about a little while ago. Um, But I remember that there were Happy Meal toys from this movie. Yes. Kids from all over the place brought these Happy Meal toys to the pool. I remember seeing them and having a general idea. About this movie, knowing it was Will Smith, knowing it was like mechanical type things. Um, but I didn't, and it was like a Western. But more than anything, I knew they were going to the Wild Wild West because of the song. And so we would sing yes. it all summer long. Uh, like I said, those toys were everywhere. And another thing that reminds me of this is I met Reese Richardson during this time. Okay. I knew he was a little bit younger than me and knew he's a couple years younger. He was a
1: freshman my senior year. Yeah. And we actually became friends that year. So. Yeah.
0: And so we hung out. You know, like I said, he grew into a little bit of age group, we were closer in age group at that point where we were both into the same, similar things. So I remember hanging out at the pool every day. He would be there, I would be there. And I remember one day his dad comes up, Mr. Ricky Richardson, yes. comes up and brings him this thing in a cup. And it says McDonald's on it, but it looks like ice cream. And I'm like, what is that? And he said, this is a McFlurry. That he, was the first year they did McFlurries. He said, you've never had a McFlurry. And I said, I don't know. Like, I don't think so because I've never seen one of those. And he goes, oh, this is an Oreo McFlurry. And I was like, and what do you mean a Oreo McFlurry? He's like, well, it's like ice cream, but mixed in with Oreo cookies. Game changer. And this is telling you something, ladies and gentlemen, because the McDonald's ice cream machine still worked back then. I know. Versus now you can't I get think one. they're
1: using the same machine.
0: Probably. Of course, back then they had the Oreo, the M&M, and the Butterfinger, Butterfinger. I believe. Which was the best one. Well, I remember being, see, I'm an Oreo, but I'm a chocolate person. I was super excited about that. And I was like, well, my mom's never got me one of those. Well, he's like, well, just bring some money tomorrow, and my dad will bring you one, too. And I was like, well, great. How much do these things cost? Well, his dad shows up the next day. Reese has told him that I want one. Well, actually, being the fat little kid I was, whenever he came up, I was like, make sure you tell your dad I want one. Call your dad. Make sure you (laughs) tell him I want one of these things. I don't know. Like, they looked amazing yesterday. Make sure you tell him I want one. So here comes Mr. Ricky. He's got two this time. Brings me one. I don't even think he took my money. I tried to pay him. But, you know, that's, it's a life-changing just, summer. Just how Ricky is. It I is, think. but first time ever having a McFlurry. Um, tragically, we did end up losing Reese in a car accident years later, but um, that's that's the biggest memory I have of him. So when you think of Wild memory. Wild West, you think of the McFlurry and the of pool? That and Reese and, Mc, yeah, McFlurry. It's wow. Back into a time where some kids don't ever, you know, some kids have, Never experienced a working ice cream machine at McDonald's.
1: All right, so my number three, this is summer of 2003, my first summer that I was able to drive, and I wanted to jam to R. Kelly's Ignition Remix. So baby, give me that. And let me get that. Running her hands through my fro. Bouncing on 24s. Why they say i ready. It's the remix to Ignition. Ignition. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. So... My first car mm-hmm. was a 1991 Pontiac Grand Prix. We, classic. We bought, we bought it from a neighbor uh, who actually lives right down the road from where we're recording. Nice. I lifeguarded all summer, the summer before, saved up like 700 bucks. My dad gave me 200 bucks to you know finish, like mm-hmm. it was $900. I had the little, it had a tape player in mm-hmm. it. I had the little tape player that would hook up to your portable CD player.
0: Totally remember that.
1: And uh, that's how you would listen to your CDs. And we would jam anyone who was in my car. I, I was friends with a couple of freshmen my junior year that um, we went to church together, and we would just jam to this song going up and down the road uh, when I was taking them home or when we were going to go shoot hoops or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just I, I kind of feel bad about liking this song now, especially you know with the stuff with R. Kelly and stuff. So I'm really hoping someone redoes it and does a really bang up job of like remixing it. I guess ironically. But I just I remember going up and down the roads the summer of two thousand three. Uh, that was the last summer I went to church camp, and we jammed to it on the way to church
0: camp. Another today. one of these church camp songs. I know. Hot in here and then Arkel.
1: At some point, you would think the church camp would have been effective for me. They did I, 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 like,
0: I apparently needed it. I, I think probably too back then is the fact that youth leaders are like, hey, this is fine. They're not screaming. They're not yelling. They're literally quiet the entire ride.
1: Yeah, you know, it wasn't really. Wait, what are they listening to? It was like, hey, they're, they're being they're, quiet. They're leaving us alone. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I, it's another thought I had too, and I talked a little bit with uh, uh, Matt online this week when you were talking about your CD player being in your car. I imagine you had at this point a nicer CD player. I did because it had the anti-skip feature. The anti-skip f- feature that never worked. It worked better than you thought it probably did. Probably, <laughs> but it still wasn't great. And then the bass boost. You mentioned the that boost, as well, and I yep. definitely
1: had that as well. And that you know my little Pontiac speakers were. You had to I'm have surprised some I sort didn't of, blow them. Because.
0: <laughs> you had to have some sort of uh, skip help because of the fact if it literally sat in your passenger seat or your center console as you drove down the road.
1: I, I remember um, me and Michael Thompson going to Trent's place mm-hmm. uh, in the, at the, near the beach, uh, mm-hmm. the, the pink house. I can't remember what, what I never it was. went, but I remember um, I've seen pictures. And uh, like we left like a day later because we both we both lifeguarded and we had the work mm-hmm. and then we would be off on like Sunday and Monday or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we left Sunday afternoon and at this point I had upgraded to an Azuzu. Nice, um, I remember tro- that an Azuzu Trooper, mm-hmm. yeah. And I had Michael hold the CD player the whole time. Well, that's it- your job if you're going to. It sit, still had it. it still had a tape you know tape player, so mm-hmm. I had him hold it the whole time. Um, and it still skipped any time we hit a bump or whatever, but you know. So that was my number three, R. Kelly, the Ignition Remix. uh, uh, Remix? Yeah, the Ignition Remix. What is your number four entry, sir?
0: My number four, um, this was a tough one because it came off of a mixtape. Now, for those of you at home that don't know what a mixtape is. What is is a mixtape, Kyle? It's where you take songs from different artists and put them together and think it out very well about how they all fit together and work so that you can burn a CD is what we did. Now, I get it. It came from tapes originally. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, did you actually do a mixtape or did you no, burn No, it came CDs? from CDs. Okay. But,
0: and technically, it was from a time where you didn't listen to it on the radio and recorded it. It was where you illegally downloaded it because that's what you did and you didn't understand that Thank that was you, illegal. Thank you, Napster or Linewire or Kaza. Yeah. Uh, so, we did that. Uh, it wasn't my CD. It was in Chris Rhodes' car. Uh, he Shout out to Chris. Again. Uh, but he had this CD made. And it was perfect. This song, I'm going to throw out there. Everybody in the world's where I heard it, but Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I loved it.
0: So Chris had this city. You were talking about getting a driver's license. Chris got his driver's license earlier than the rest of us did.
1: Yeah, he was t- he's technically older
0: than me. Yeah, he's technically, he was born in August. Uh, and 12th, so, August 12th. S- something like that. His birthday was around mine. Yeah, so he had his license before we did. But I remember, and that means, too, he was able to drive after nine and with everybody without restrictions by the time that we had him. But I remember in summertime, it would be he had a Camaro, and it was Chris would drive, and then it would be me, Michael Thompson, and Will Howard. And we would meet up and we would just ride everywhere with Chris. He would take us around every night. I just remember, that was the first time I remember of a cruising type thing where you're riding around at night just through town, nowhere specifically to go. You're just hanging out. And so Chris had this tape mix or the CD mixed. But I remember we would literally ride around town screaming these songs or singing whatever at the top of our lungs, just nonstop. And so it was great memories I have. But another memory I have kind of goes with the memory from before where, uh, talking about McFlurries, we would do prank drive-thrus. It was something you're in high school, you're teenagers, you're not thinking about being responsible.
1: You're thinking more like being an idiot?
0: Yes. Okay. So uh, at the time, Sonic had this thing called a blast, but we would call them a blast. And so we would go through drive-thrus at other restaurants asking for blasts.
1: Or like using like a British act, like sort a, of. Can I have a blast? But we would just,
0: hey, I want a blast, and they'd be like, "What?" And you are like, "I'm like,
1: food German or something." Something,
0: and they would have no idea. Well, we did this. We went to Burger King and did it. We went, you know, everywhere else. We, I think we went to Dairy Queen. We went to Sonic and asked for something. Maybe not Sonic because you had to park at Sonic, but any of the other drive-throughs. I remember we were at McDonald's. We're all in the car. Chris is in the driver's seat. We're all yelling it at this point. First, he says it. And they're like, I'm sorry. Like, what are you talking about? And then the rest of us start yelling that we want a blast, a blast, a blast. And all of a sudden, we finally hit that moment. We all bust out laughing. We're like, go, 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 go. And then Chris goes, hold on a second. Um, yeah, can I get an Oreo McFlurry? <laughs> We're sitting here. We've just pranked this person. <laughs> and we've all, McFlurry. We've all screamed at the top of our lungs into this microphone. And then he orders a McFlurry. So we literally have to drive up to the drive through window. After we've yelled at the microphone, we've all laughed, we've all done a prank, and here's Chris getting his McFlurry. So you had two drive-throughs but the first person heard you in the second one, everybody in the restaurant's kind of staring because they've passed the word along about what we were doing. And here's Chris just paying them. He didn't even catch, you know, what he just did. So the rest of us are embarrassed looking down, and Chris is just eating his McFlurry. Uh, but that's just a real good time. I know Chris, he commented on some stuff online. He mentioned those as well. Uh, it's just a good time. It's a, it's a mixed city that I remember – Stands out above the rest for me because it was something we all shared as a group. It wasn't just something that was personal for you. Um, But yeah, and honestly, Bohemian Rhapsody is not some giant summer song for most people. But for me, it reminds me of those nights just riding around. So it was an awesome time. Uh, What you got for number four?
1: All right, so my number four, uh, it's the same artist but two different songs. Okay. Uh, Kenny Chesney. Okay. Uh, the first song, I Go Back. Mm-hmm.
0: And I go back to watch the summer fade to fall, growing up too fast, and I do recall wishing time would stop right in its
1: tracks. And the second song, When the Sun Goes Down. Cause when the sun goes down, we'll be grooving when the sun goes down. We're feeling all right. So, uh, when the sun goes down, that was basically the country summer song of the summer of 2004. Mm-hmm. And to give you just a little context, 2004 was the year I graduated. Mm-hmm. So that summer, I'm transitioning from high school to college. And we would just, again, this is something we put on blast at the pool. We'd mm-hmm. uh, listen to it in the car. Um, just I immediately think of um, when the sun goes down. I went to his concert that summer. Nice. Um, and, you know, just for that song and that album. Um, I Go Back actually was released uh, as a single before this. But for me, it has, I guess, more emotional weight to it because it literally talks about listening to songs that transport you back in time. Oh, that's cool. Like in the first verse, it talks about Jack and Diane painted a picture of my life in my dreams. Hmm. Uh, The second one, or the second verse, uh, talked about, uh, you know, I used to rock all night long to keep on rocking me, baby. And, you know, I heard it today and uh, and I couldn't help but sing along because every time I hear that song, he says, I go back. And in the last verse, and, um, and we just talked about Reese, so this is something that I think about. Um, he says, I go back to um, the summer where I lost a real good friend mm-hmm. and the 16 summers that I shared with him. Now only the good die young stops me in my tracks. Sure. And so for th- for me, that song, I Go Back, is one of those that stopped me in my tracks because I think about every time I've heard it and I think about the emotional weight that goes with that last verse mm-hmm. and some of the people we've lost along the sure. way, um, some of the you know fun times we had, yeah, but you know just other things that go along with it. Um, it it's one of my favorite songs to listen to. I'll, I'll pick it up, and I don't listen to a lot of country music now.
0: I'll have to go listen to it because I know, like, I was in a stage where I was really into rock at one point, yeah, and so that kind of meant that I didn't listen to anything else just because of that. Now that wasn't something everybody else regulated. That was just a me like I'm so like hardcore listening to rock, blah blah. So I skipped all that stuff like that, but I feel like I listened to it through radio and through other things.
1: Every chorus had a different, like, you know, I go back to a pew, a preacher in a choir, Mm -hmm. singing about God and brimstone and fire. Or I go back to the uh, summers on the Carolina shore, you know, stuff like that. I mean, so when I think about that song, I think about all those images in the song. Yeah. Um, So both of those kind of got pushed together because to me that summer was, it kind of really belonged to Kenny Chesney Mm -hmm. in the country world. Um, and I just think about those two songs uh, when I think about the year between high school and college. Yeah,
0: that's awesome, though. Um, my last one is a band that you've probably never heard of. Okay. And it's a song that you've probably never heard. So uh, I don't know how much you can contribute, but I feel like you might get help with the memory part of it. Sure. But, uh, it's a song called In a Sweater Poorly Knit by the band Me Without You. The trap I set for you seems to have caught my leg instead. This transforms me back to the year 2006, to the summer of 2006. Uh, I was playing in a band with a bunch of friends from high school at the time. It was one of those things that I was in college just to make my parents happy, knowing that I was in college, but ideally in my mind I thought I was going to make it big. I was like, someday music's my thing. That's what we're going to do, so I'm going to keep doing this. As long as you're happy that I'm in school, that's fine, and they let me go off and play shows and do whatever because of that. Uh, I remember our friend Will was like, hey, there's this giant festival in Illinois, and I think we should play it. First off, I've never been anywhere near Illinois. I didn't know how far that was. It ended up being a 19-hour van drive. Fun. Um, but we were like, you know what, let's go. So uh, Will's mom helped us get a nicer van. We had an older van that got us for many shows in many places, but it probably would have broke down halfway to Illinois, and so she helped him out to get a bigger, a nicer newer one. I remember we all loaded up. We had another f- set of friends that were in a different band, but we were pretty much, if you saw one band, you saw the other band. We were with each other all the time. So we teamed up. I remember meeting in Buffalo Wild Wings Park lot Garner and just heading out. And uh, I never have had a moment where I've road tripped like that. But we went to this week-long festival. It was called Cornerstone. It's not around anymore. It was a, g- a huge festival. You can go find out tons of stuff about it. Uh, but we went. And once we finally made it, it's literally out in the middle of nowhere in Illinois. You ride through a billion miles of corn that you can't see anything else but corn. And then all of a sudden, you're in this small town. You take a right, and then you pull into this giant campground. Um, There's tents everywhere. There's generators, stages where people have brought generators, the power, the sound equipment. And people are just camping and living and just having a good time. Um, I saved this song for me without you, though. This is the first time I'd heard of me without you. I knew who they were. But this is the first time I'd ever seen them live. Um, and you're in, a, I think it's our second night there. It's nighttime under this giant tent. There's people everywhere. But I remember I got up to the left side of the stage, close to the stage, and they start out the entire set with a lady playing harp. And I was like, what is happening? Because, you know, I'd seen the lead singer do some stuff with some heavier bands where he's just crazy, where he's nuts on stage, jumping around, falling down all these things. But they're starting out with a harp. Uh, sitting there through that entire performance, I remember just being blown away by how good the band actually was versus listening to their songs, you know, on CDs, you didn't catch that part of it, but live in that atmosphere, it was a totally different experience. Um, And this song, actually, the album didn't come out until later that year, but they played it that night. I want to say it was like their last song that night. But anytime I hear that, I think back to about this show this week um, that we spent with each other. And a big part of that too is the lead singer is known to be kind of like a scavenger where he's, very frugal where he does not spend money he tries to save money however he can he's not he's just different where he doesn't like to see things wasted uh, i remember being out at where they had these food vendors and stuff at and he was digging through the trash can trying to you know he was finding whatever he could that somebody had halfway eaten so he could eat that and save money instead of it going to waste he was going to eat that um, there's tons of other stories about that but i remember too being in a porter potty out there and walking out and literally he walks out of the porter potty beside me at the same time and I was like, Oh great show last night it was amazing. He's was like, Oh well, thanks man, I really appreciate it, or whatever, and just walked off. But it was one of those things you you see this band on stage. You're blown away the night before. You see the man <laughs> beside the porter potty. You see him digging in a trash can. Um I literally look back on this this trip. It was probably one of the best trips or best definitely best trips, but best summers of my life. Uh I tell friends all the time a lot of people look back on their glory days and think about, you know, football or sports or whatever. I think back on these days of playing in bands and especially this trip as my glory days. You know, that I'm going to tell my great grandkids about some days, you know, how their old grandpa was out there playing hardcore music and screaming and everything else. It was just the many adventures of first time ever getting in a van and driving off down the road, not really having a clue what all was going on. And then all of a sudden just having the week of your life just with friends. You know, you're out of high school at that point. And just going on an adventure. Um, I'd never had that opportunity before. That's really cool, dude. Mm. I, it was a great time. And uh, yeah, it's just, it'd always be a very special thing to me. And so that song, anytime I hear it, I automatically think back about the people that I spent with you. know, I don't see all of them, you know, near as much. We, we broke up and people move on, and life happens. But um, they always hold a special place for me. But uh, yeah, what you got? So my, my fifth entry my okay. and
1: my last entry, we're still in the summer of 2004. And it actually bleeds into the summer of 2005 a little bit, too, because um, I have a whole album okay. listed as this, but it's really like three or four songs. Uh, this is Usher. Okay. His Confessions album. Okay. And the uh, songs that I'm more specifically leaning on are Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Burn. Oh, Burn. And Confessions Part 2. Okay. Peace up. Peace Eight up. Time, I think that you should
0: let it burn when feeling deep, the same in your, your body, body Don't want you But you know that I let it go Cause the party ain't jumping like it is These are my confessions Just when I thought I said all I can say My chick on the side So she got one on the way These are my confessions Man, I'm thrown and I don't know what to do I gotta
1: keep on to my mission. So, yeah, actually came out like prior to the summer of 04. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think of it because it came out towards the end of my senior year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And for the, we, we didn't really have a talent show uh, that year. We had, it was called a womanless beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. And it was to raise money for some, some charity. I was in it my senior year. And I, I, did, I was not in it, uh, but I was the MC nice. of it. Um, they asked if I would MC it. And they asked if I would provide halftime or intermission entertainment. Mm-hmm. So I got with a couple of friends.
0: I remember this, actually.
1: And we performed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had such a good time doing it and all, all that other stuff. The next morning, I get called into uh, our principal's office. Oh, no. <laughs> so I don't know this part of the story. So, <laughs> so um, our principal, who is actually now like my, my boss, like all the way up. He's the superintendent of Johnston County mm-hmm. Public Schools now. Um, this was his first year as a principal. I had never been to the principal's office in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, I probably could have gone, but I had never gone. And this is like two weeks prior to graduation. He says, Mr. Creech, surprised to see you in my office today. Heard you, uh, sing a song last night that had some inappropriate lyrics. Hmm. I said, yes, sir.
0: You should have said, yeah.
1: (laughs) And he said, well, you're graduating in two weeks. I don't want to see him office again, or there will be consequences. Nice. And luckily, you know, I had a reputation of being a good kid, so mm-hmm. it paid off for me there, because I probably could have been suspended sure. for something. Um, because we had lyrics that we were supposed to replace, mm-hmm. the current lyrics, and we totally did not. Up um, in the moment, just did your thing. Yep, just did it, and, you know, you know we shoot our shot there, and mm-hmm. you go with it. Um, confessions and Burn, or Lit It Burn, would just be playing on the CD player nonstop. You would just turn it all the way up, mm-hmm. you know, and blast it. Uh, specifically, uh, a friend of ours, Danielle Gunter, mm-hmm. she was a freshman, and I would, we, we hung out in the same social cir- circles. Mm-hmm. And uh, her mom trusted me to get her to and from places, so she rode with me, and we would just listen to this nonstop, Summer of 04, Summer of 05, Summer of 06. Anytime she was riding with me.
0: And you ruined her life forever probably, by playing these horrible well, songs. Apparently,
1: um, But I just remember singing, you know, these are our confessions. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, they're not the greatest songs in the world because Confessions is about him. Uh, he cheated on his girlfriend and now she's pregnant with his kid. <laughs> and I mean, it's like, okay, you know, not the best song to sing out in the world. But um, I, I, when I think of those summers, I just think of jamming to those songs. So
0: That's awesome. Uh you may we're gonna throw in one more Chris Road uh moment here.
1: Oh, he probably sang some of these songs with me because we worked together at I'm the, sure. uh, the Selma Pool at that point and this was big, so uh
0: the next year Chris and I both were in the womanless pageant. Okay. Uh I got Miss Congeniality, but Chris won the entire event. Oh, nice. Chris dressed as a woman, but he also dressed as Sandy. From, um, from um, Greece. From Greece, yes. And Holly Langston dressed up as, uh, what's his face? John Travolta. Yes. And they did that whole performance. So he was literally in the cheerleader outfit and everything else. And he just blew them away and he won.
1: That's incredible. So
0: he holds that. I don't know if he I hope the there's crown. video somewhere. I know there's pictures, but I, I, w- I really wonder, you know, on his mantle if his sons ever like, Dad, what's that crown for? And he's like, son, I'll tell you <laughs> when son, you're older. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> yeah, Get on my knee. Let's talk about this. Do you have any uh, honorable mentions?
1: Because I had a ton that I had to cut. Um, we won't play clips for each of these songs, but would we'll, you can just mention them
0: in passing? I've got one, Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Yes, Wumba. by Chumbawamba. That was another one that was honestly probably one of the first CDs I bought myself with my own money. I know I bought an Aerosmith City before that and probably another one. But uh, I remember riding in the car of my sister's boyfriend, and he would, you know, that would be on the radio at the time. And so I remember spending money and just playing that nonstop thing, and I was the coolest kid ever. But
1: Talk about your one-hit wonders, too.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's another one maybe on that album, but it's never anything near what this got. I guess they
1: got knocked down.
0: Yeah, and they tried to get up again. But but they did
1: not. Mm -mm. Um, How about you? All right, so I have a ton. Um, One actually goes above the rest. This was actually my sixth entry, just in case you took uh, All-Star by Smash Mouth Mm -hmm. or LFO Summer Girls. Um, Justin Timberlake, in 2013, uh, he had a little comeback, um, and he put out Suit and Tie Mm -hmm. and Mirror. Yep, and I remember both those songs. So that was the summer uh, one of my best friends from college got married. Nice, cool. So uh, when I th- hear those songs, I think of flying to Ohio for his wedding, and mm-hmm. um, I've got a few more others. Sure. Um, Otis Redding, sitting on the dock of the bay. So I just think, uh, I just think of summertime there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no I real memory sunset. tied to that.
0: Um, TLC, Waterfalls. This is the first CD I ever listened to on a portable CD player. Uh, my sister had it. As I mentioned, she's five years older than I am and I remember uh you know, her barely letting me listen to anything, but I remember she would let me listen to that one song and I would listen to the whole C D to the point that I would like look at the artwork and I'm some little fat kid that has this giant crush on left eye. I if don't you know if you could
1: rap her part you were like Golden. I couldn't.
0: <laughs> but I would like mumble my way through it thinking like if she was here she'd be impressed. But uh I remember that so much. And it was on a non-skip uh, CD player, so you had to hold it just perfect. Of course.
1: Um, we've already mentioned, uh, I guess not officially, D- DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, Summertime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Third Eye Blind, you mentioned this one, semi charm Kind of Life. Mm-hmm. Seal, Kiss from a Rose. And I have no idea why I think of Summertime, but it came out in 95, I think, with Batman Forever.
0: Yep. It almost made my list. It's the first song I ever remember from a movie. Mm-hmm. I remember Josh Luggett and I would sit around singing the song all the time. He had a giant crush. Um, Who was it uh, in that movie? The woman. Oh, uh, uh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Huge crush on Nicole Kidman. Uh, and I just remember we'd be at his house, and that would be like the random thing that we would do is sing that. So it almost made my list of, as well.
1: Uh, a couple more from 1999. Christina Aguilera's "Genie in a Bottle mm-hmm. and the Backstreet Boys. I want it that way.
0: And when did Britney Spears come out? Same she time? came out around the
1: same time, too. What was uh, she had Baby uh, One o- More Time? Baby One More Time, and then Oops, I Did It Again was from her second album.
0: Okay. Um, I think it was Oops I Did It Again where I was at CBS with my mom. Mm-hmm. We ate dinner somewhere, maybe Goldsboro or something, and they had the single at the front desk checking out. So I paid $15 for the Oops for the, I Did It Again. For the single? For the single, and it had one other song on it. Being a kid, I was like, oh, there's that pretty girl from TV. I should buy this. You could
1: have just paid $15 for the entire album. I
0: didn't know such things. This was one of the, another one of the first CDs I ever bought, so I didn't know anything different.
1: Um, from 2002... Okay. Avril Lavigne's complicated.
0: I'll be honest; I had a giant crush on. I Avril loved
1: Avril Lavigne, especially still, when she put out Skater Boy. Yeah, I wasn't a Skater Boy, but I, you know, I identified with the Skater Boys. I mm-hmm. understood the, you know, you like me then.
0: I was out of my Abercrombie yes. fit, and you actually like.
1: <laughs> I me. understood the whole like. You he's know, not he, the jock. He's not the jock type. I understood that. So
0: I, I loved her, and I'll be honest; I still listen to some of her stuff, even though, it, like, sure, it's not f- her. Some of her stuff's written for her, and blah blah blah. But I have days that I just go back and listen to her stuff. Um, it's probably not cool to say, or some people may judge, but I don't care. I'm a grown man. I'll say and do whatever. But, um, no, I loved that entire album and just her in general.
1: And I've got two more, okay. uh, again from 2004, Hoobastanks. This almost the, made my The list. reason.
0: Hoobastank, yep.
1: Um, I remember a uh, our, our friend of ours, uh, Josh Sherrod, mm-hmm. could play this on the piano. Oh, cool. Um, and we were rehearsing for something to do with graduation or baccalaureate or something, and he was playing the piano. I was like, play Hoopestank. Play, play the Reason. should have just
0: done that instead. And
1: I, I couldn't hit the note. Uh, I mean, I tried, I can hit it now. I couldn't hit it then. Mm, so.
0: I won't make you try to do oh, it. Please
1: but. please don't I, don't. I don't remember the words now. And then the last one I have from the summer of 2006, uh, Chameleon Air. <laughs> nice. Riding. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, I don't even have the words to say that. I'm just riding around and turning that one up on, mm-hmm. they see me rolling, mm-hmm. they, they hating. <laughs> so that's all I have.
0: Uh, I've got one that comes from Michael Thompson. I was talking with him at work today about what we were talking about tonight. Uh, he was, This is involving you. It's a memory from summer that he has. Uh, this also goes hand in hand with some of these church trips that you went on. You were a member of the Young Disciples.
1: I was a member of the Young Disciples. Did he say... Um, Beer for My Horses um, by Tubby Keith.
0: He did not. Oh, okay. He says that y'all went on tour. We did go on tour. And you were in the mall at one of these places where you could record yourself doing yes, karaoke.
1: Yes, in, um, in 2003 when, when we were in Nashville. He says that he
0: believes, and he said he's not 100% sure, but he believes in his mind he thinks back and remembers you doing it and singing Picture by, by Kid Rock, Kid Rock and, and Cheryl. Crook. We absolutely did. Me and, said that and, and I
1: can't even remember the girl who did the Cheryl Crow part. Yes, but uh, but we did that song. Said that, and you bought the CD where
0: uh-huh. you kept it and everything.
1: I don't have it anymore. I don't know oh, what happened on. to it. I mean, maybe it's somewhere in a cdk somewhere but I, I absolutely remember doing that
0: he said he remembers that because i feel like in those places they would have a screen on that so the rest of you could watch as the, like the people were singing and they watched me yeah but that's what i mean he says he remembers i remember you doing being that. in this
1: little thing and i could see them watching i'm like i felt like i was on display
0: yeah but he said that that's a big summer thing especially involving you that he wow. thinks back about is about that tour and I you did singing not Kid think Rock? Of that. Oh my goodness! And then you getting the actual CD burned and, like, and actually buying it. It everything. wasn't
1: a bad version of that song either. I man. believe you. I've heard you sing. <laughs> um, I enjoyed that. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: So awesome throwback there. Uh, real quick, let's give a quick shout out before we end it today, just to some of the people that were online. Either you guys commented on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Um, so, I'll do the first Eric Scott one. one. Okay. Um, yeah. Go for it.
1: Angela Crowe, uh, who's um, her daughter is a. a upcoming first grader. Nice. I want to give her a shout out because apparently she had to go to the hospital today. Oh, um, no. She, she uh, hit her head. Um, she may, okay? may, may have a concussion. They're monitoring mm-hmm. her, so we want to wish Autumn a you know, speedy recovery for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, Angela wrote that... Um, my Girl and I Wish It Would Rain by The Temptations. I love that song. I, I love My Girl for well, sure. Well, I
0: love I Wish It Would Rain. Okay. I've, I've seen it in the shower sometimes.
1: Um, Boys of Summer mm-hmm. by Don Henley. That's a good one. Play That Funky Music by Wild Cherry.
0: That's another good one.
1: Hurt So Good, John Mellencamp. <laughs> These are some excellent lists here. Mm-hmm. Purple Rain and When Doves Cry and 1999 by Prince. Now, see, when
0: I hear I'm 1999. I'm surprised
1: we didn't have any Prince on our list. I know he's older Um but he's had some good hits in the 90s. I mean, to
0: be fair, I didn't listen to Prince. But when I hear Prince, I think of Limp Biscuit covering 1999 on New Year's Eve on oh, TR. wow. So that's where 1999 goes for me.
1: Um, Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff mm-hmm. and the Fresh Prince.
0: That occurs on multiple people's Multiple
1: lists. List. Wipeout and Surfing USA by the Beach Boys.
0: Wipeout's one of Ricky's favorite. Producer he, Ricky he wants, loves Wipeout. He
1: wants to play Christian Wipeout, which is the same song. Um, I'm it's wondering, just at church.
0: That, it'd be, maybe we should let him do it, but he has to sing like Jesus Loves Me as he plays Wipeout on drums. I'd like to see it. It smart as well. We'll right. record that sometime. So
1: who's next on our
0: list? Jay Poole. Coach Poole from North
1: Charleston High School, a girls basketball coach.
0: Nice. Uh, Your Love by The Outfield, How Bizarre, another classic.
1: That's one I almost brought up a minute ago. That was another one-hit wonder, but I had to have the CD just to listen to that one song.
0: Nice. Uh, Nothing But a Good Time by Poison. Roam by the B-52s. I listened to that actually yesterday. Uh, All-Star by Smash Mouth. Made the list, of Of course. course. Uh, Steal My Sunshine by Lynn. This also almost made mine. Boys of Summer, Don Henley made it again. Now, see, but Boys of Summer, I think the Ataris did a cover of that. Right. And so that's the one I, I, of course, remember Don Henley, but I remember it was around high school age when that came out, uh, the cover. Under the Boardwalk by the Drifters, another awesome one, and Vacation, the Go-Go's. Okay. How about you? Uh,
1: Mikey Watson.
0: My now, this is, this is not Mr. Waltz, Watson's son, right? It is not. No. Different M- one.
1: Michael Watson, uh, he actually lives in Dallas-Fort Worth. Okay. Um, a friend of mine through the internets. Uh, he posted Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson, which nice. I-, I love that song. Live in La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. I Can Do the Dance on Just Dance 4. Like, I can get five stars every time. That's my okay. be- the best dance I'm good at. Like if that's in the Joe Davis Invitational video game tournament we do next year. I feel like you I'm, should be
0: held to do this on video now.
1: You know, I, I would dominate. Give me three All weeks right, to, folks. You hear that out there. Three weeks Eric to says he will dominate.
0: <laughs> so if you think he should do this for a video for you guys, let us know.
1: Uh, Magic by The Cars. Nice. Summer of 69 by Brian Adams. Country Sorry. Grammar by Nelly. Nice. One of my favorite mm-hmm. albums. And If You Had My Love by J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. Nice
0: uh kevin savigny writes in summertime miami parents just don't understand will smith
1: miami almost made my list too miami was a big summer like you think of summer when you hear that song it i just didn't have
0: a memory to tie to it uh and the other one kevin did was red hot Chip peppers californication this is one probably one of my favorite albums of all time uh because i remember getting it at a time where i listened to it non-stop and so, and I talked to Michael, this was on Michael Thompson's list as well as California, the whole album, but the song as well, especially for summertime.
1: I remember, uh, I actually had the album that summer too. Um, I bought it um, the summer when I was working at the Princeton pool and mm-hmm. that would be what I would use to give Nelly's Hot in Here a, a break, b- a little bit of a break.
0: Nice. What did uh, Tim Hutchison have to say? Okay,
1: so on Instagram, Tim Hutchison, uh, he has Summer Song by Joe Satriani. Mm-hmm. Did I say that correctly? That's close enough. School's Out by Alice Cooper, mm-hmm. which makes sense. And he said too many Beach Boy songs to camp. That's
0: an amazing thing, though. Beach Boy's had some amazing songs. Um, I think they just in general make you think of Summertime. Matt and Aaron, uh he said Island in the Sun by Weezer, which is perfect. It's a an perfect, amazing song. Perfect song, absolutely. Uh, I remember playing in a cover band for somebody's birthday party for my friend Greg and Caps at the time. Her birthday, her dad hired us and some friends. And we played some Weezer. I think we played Buddy Holly and stuff. But like, I got into Weezer in the summertime that year. So I really remember that. That's what stands out for me.
1: So Julie Stewart, mm-hmm. um, who we went to high school with, yep. she said OK by Nevia and Little John. Mm-hmm. Hands Down by Dashboard Confessional. One
0: of my favorites. Definitely one for me.
1: Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And this one also was another one that almost made the list. Sugar, We're Going Down yes. by Fall Out Boy.
0: I was once playing a show where Fall Out Boy was going to be there.
1: They were advertised to be there. Yes. But uh, there was a little note at the bottom, schedule subject to change. At any time. At any time. We
0: uh it was Will Howard's house.
1: I didn't go to that show because I didn't want to be disappointed. I knew Fall Out Boy wasn't gonna be
0: there. We kept talking about it and we we're like Yes we, you did. I remember well, we, we all talked about it. We advertised us. it, but amongst ourselves in the band we said, What are the chances that all of a sudden some tour bus shows up and they're like, Well, we were on the flyer. We didn't think about the fact that you probably owe them thousands of dollars for being there at that point but semantics how how cool would it have been you know that's the world we lived in you know sitcom television shows really anytime i've seen this davy jones will show up it will show up and 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 you'll
1: sing my girl to alan matthews yes it's a
0: fallout boy is going to show up and this is going to work but obviously they did not show up to our show uh laurel daniels from facebook or davis now
1: Oh, I put Laura Daniels in. It know. was her previous name, La- Laura Davis. <laughs> yes,
0: uh, "Summer Girl" by LFO. Uh, you mentioned this one earlier, but you did have, leave in a note where she had said um, that she had another summer music memories of a genre more so than just one song. Another cousin, Josh, which Josh shared you mentioned we'll earlier. About him earlier, uh, was obsessed with 80s music, and his obsession rubbed off on her. Says so I remember uh, hanging out with him and their other cousins and listening to one of the many Monster Ballad CDs he made. When I listen to them today, I go right back and being in eighth or ninth grade, riding to the pool in his escape and riding on golf carts to and from each other's houses. That's really cool. It's just a great time period. I feel like we all have some sort of memory similar to that. I mean, I'm sure you kids now, like you have great memories too. You've got playlists and other things, but just for us, it's just something we really think back on and just it just means so much to us.
1: And Jenny Varnum, mm-hmm. uh, our pastor's wife, mentioned Surfing USA. I mm-hmm. uh, wanted to know if we'd sing it. I don't know the words off the top of my head. Surfing USA. Surfing USA. Yeah. Anytime I think
0: Um, of Beach Boys, I automatically think of Full House.
1: I think of Home Improvement when they showed up as Wilson's Cousins.
0: I get that. Uh, They came and played with Jesse more than I can even count on Full House. And to the point that Jesse, like John Stamos has actually played. Yeah. John Stamos has played drums for them on their last tour. Like he plays with them all the time now. So it's just funny that they were a common reoccurrence on Full House.
1: I'd like to do an episode on Jesse and the Rippers.
0: I'm fine with they that. They had a comeback. Forever?
1: Uh, yeah, they had a comeback uh, show on... Um, I remember that. Was it Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, playing Forever. Ago? Yeah.
0: That was a great song.
1: Um, so And Jenny also mentioned Summer Girls by LFO.
0: Do you also like, I guess, guys, the War Abercr- Maybe Devon War Abercrombie Fitch. We should ask day. him next time we see him. We should. Does and see if Chinese movies Makes her sh- sick. Makes her sick. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe
1: New Kids on the Blocks had a bunch of hits at the time.
0: Could have been. And you want to finish this up?
1: Well, Andy Cockrell, mm-hmm. uh, who's a uh, friend of the show, uh, literally, he's sending us a microphone. We thank you for that. Thank you, He Andy. sent me a personal text message yesterday uh, with Summertime's calling me the Catalinas. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's we had so many responses for this, so we're really thankful.
0: And this isn't even all of them. I know there's some others on Facebook as well. Uh, my cousin Pam sent some too. I mean, there's a lot of people that commented and stuff, and we really appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for listening each week. Thanks for joining in on these conversations. Absolutely. Because it's, it's not just about us. It's about everybody's memories coming together.
1: And what we're going to try to do, I mean, we've actually done a better job of getting out there the weeks we record, mm-hmm. were recording to see what your memories are, your thoughts are. We'll have a question possibly. Um, again, look for us, uh, facebook.com slash whatthewhatmedia, mm-hmm. uh, WTW underscore media on Twitter, and whatthewhatmedia on Instagram. Um, sure. Make sure you check us out, like us, uh, subscribe to us, follow us—all that good stuff—and uh, share our podcast with people as well. We'd like to grow the audience as much as possible.
0: Yeah, you want to give them a hint for what's coming next week?
1: You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs>
0: well, there we go. Yeah,
1: we're doing the Sandlot next week, so uh, one of my favorite summertime Mine's movies. Well. Um, I already know what your memorable scene is because it's probably going to be the same as mine. But
0: um, we'll see. There's a lot.
1: There, there's a lot in that movie. So yeah, you're killing me, Smalls. Uh, so that's folks. all we have. So, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is What the What. And remember to stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. What the What. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. All right.
0: <laughs>